So you may have been hearing me talk recently about my new course, Scale Your Way. I released it earlier this year in 2024. And if you have not gone through the course individually or inside of my community, Web Designer Pro, you are in luck because I have distilled some of the most important topics and highlights in that course into a free masterclass for you. And it is going to help you and give you the clear roadmap in order to build and scale up your web design business in a way that works for you. So you can get access to the entire free training at joshhall.co slash scale. Again, it is completely free. It's 50 minutes plus. It is basically a coaching session on scaling that you and I can have together. And I'm going to share with you the top tips, many of which are pulled from the course and it'll give you the roadmap to be able to scale up your business your way. Pick it up today for free at joshhall.co slash scale. Welcome to the Josh Hall Web Design Show. Web Design Show. Helping you build better websites and create a web design business that gives you freedom and a lifestyle you love. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 14. This is the first episode of 2020, and I was very intentional about kicking the year off with this talk because we're going to get into why the time to start your web design business is now. And I'm hoping that this will serve as some inspiration and encouragement for you guys, especially for those of you who are thinking about finally starting your web design freelance business or maybe a small agency. And then particularly for those of you who have a business already, maybe on the side, but you want to go full time this year, I am going to lay out the top 10 reasons why, yes, right now is the time. And I know that I have a several of students in my web design business course who have been building their business on the side and are getting ready to launch their business here very soon full-time and leave a corporate position or leave a job to, to start their business full-time. And I'm so excited for you. And for those of you who are in that position, I'm hoping this talk will give you a, a nudge in the right direction and get you on fire to do so. And then for those of you who, again, are maybe thinking about it, but you're just not sure if it's viable, I encourage you that yes, it is. And there is no better time to get into web design. So Without further ado, here are the top 10 reasons why right now is the time. And last thing I wanted to say is that these are based off of my decade experience of my web design journey. So these are all things that I've actually found to be completely true. This isn't something that I just researched and am talking about. These are actually things that I've lived through and experienced. Yes, I could probably talk about 100 or 1,000 things, but I figured for time's sake, we'll keep it to 10. So here we go. Let's dive in. Number one, the need is greater than ever. I have completely found that companies and businesses of all sizes have such a need for a personal, trusted digital creative. And I've found that that need is just exploding across every country. I mean, everywhere in the world, businesses are wanting somebody who's that trusted web guy or web gal. And it's interesting because I've seen the the landscape shift, even just in my decade of experience in business to where... I think maybe a couple decades ago, a lot of people wanted an agency or kind of a bigger uh, company to handle a lot of their digital needs. But now it's completely opposite. People want somebody that they know, like, and trust, which is why freelancers are in a very, very unique position more so than ever, because you can really land a handful of really good clients and be set. You can you can do so much with just a few good leads and it'll expand from there, which we're going to talk about that here in a couple 
upcoming points, but the need is greater than ever. And then even for those who want to build an agency, like I have a remote team and I'm scaling my business, it's still great because you and your team can be that trusted core group, that small group. So what I like to say to a lot of my clients is that I'm not a solopreneur anymore because a lot of people are used to just being me. But now that I have a small team, we're still small enough to where they don't feel like a number. So a lot of these big agencies are finding that there's so much churn internally and there's a lot of churn with their clients because they have a new uh, contact that they're working with every time they're doing something. You know, these, these, these companies and businesses want somebody who's trusted, somebody who they know, like, and trust. And cost is not near as important as somebody that they can trust and they know and they like to work with, which is really cool now. So if you become a trusted web person for even just a handful of businesses, just wait and see what will happen. So the need is greater than ever. That's number one. Number two, WordPress and Divi, the two main tools that I use, are bigger than ever themselves. So you are in very good hands with these two tools. WordPress itself at this point at the start of 2020 is around 36% of all websites. And I have all the the notes and links to this episode in the uh, the show notes page. So you can just go to joshhall.co slash 014 and that will take you to all the notes and links because I'm going to link up some stuff through this talk. Uh, but there's a few different websites you can get stats on and it may vary depending on the website you're looking at. But it's safe to say that right now, in the beginning of 2020, around 36% of all websites are using WordPress. That is insane. It far outweighs Wix and Squarespace and a lot of these other um, uh, builders like like uh, Joomla or Drupal or all of these other website builders or CMSs, if you guys have, have played around with other things. So WordPress is the way to go. There's just so many benefits of it. Maybe I'll do a future episode on why to choose WordPress, but WordPress is nearly 36% or maybe over of all the internet right now, which is insane. So you're in very good hands with that platform. And then Divi, the theme builder that I use for all my WordPress sites, I have used that since 2014. So it's been well over five years that I have not built another site not using Divi. All It's all we use. And Elegant Themes, the creator of Divi, now has over 600,000, well over 600,000 customers. So you're also in very good hands with Divi. So these two tools, the things that I've basically built my entire business on, have been just a godsend for me and my team and my business, and it will be for you too. So that's number two, WordPress and Divi, the main tools that I use and recommend are bigger than ever. Now, you don't have to use Divi. There's other builders as well, but you know what's worked for me, I'm hoping works for you as well. All right, number three. Oh, I love this one, and you're going to love this one too. There is unlimited earning potential. You can literally make straight up as much as you want with web design. There's no salary cap. There's no limit to what you can earn as a freelance web designer or a web agency owner. And one thing I talk about in my business course is that there's really two main paths you can follow. You can be a freelancer, meaning you do all the work yourself and you basically do, you have every position in your business as you. And that's what I did for a lot of years. And then I transitioned to the other one, which is an entrepreneur, which is where you're more the owner of the business. You're delegating more. You're building a small team. You can take on more jobs, et cetera. And that's the web design agency owner. So whatever path you want to go down, like a lot of people are just entrepreneurs through and through. I know I had some friends years ago who 
basically didn't even know how to design or code, but they started a web agency and they just hired that out immediately. Whereas I did everything myself. Now there's pros and cons to both of those routes, which I talk about in my course, but that's what not, that's not what this is about. It's about how much you can earn and whatever path you want to take, whether you just want to be a freelance web designer and you want to see how long you want to go with that route, or if you just want to straight up go for a small agency, you can earn as much as you want. It's all about how hard and how smart you want to work, and it's totally up to you. The really cool thing about this is that it doesn't take too long. With the right mentors, with the right resources, you can build a very successful freelance or small web design agency to six figures or beyond. And the numbers may look different depending on where you are in the world. Some people might need thirty dollars or $40,000 to have a really good year. Some people, like myself, I live in Columbus, Ohio. I have a wife. I have two daughters. I have a hungry golden retriever. I need to be in the six figure range. And with web design, it's just that's what's been able to support my family. It's been amazing. Um, now, I my journey took a little bit longer to get to the six figure point because I did things myself and I did not get into doing courses and a lot of the things that I recommend doing now. But with the right mentors, like myself included, hopefully you guys are listening to this podcast. I would love to guide you to that next step with my courses and a lot of things I have in the works. So, you can have an unlimited earning potential. It's all up to you. That's one really, really cool freeing thing. Sky is the limit. Space is the limit. Whatever is the limit with web design. Number four, recurring revenue options. This is another huge thing that separates web design from other services. And by other services, we'll keep it in the same vein of, of design and, and creative services like graphic design, video uh, photography, most of those services are one and done, meaning that you do a project and it's done. Uh, now, graphic design, you may have some recurring options, but particularly when it comes to like video and photography, unless you have some sort of corporate agreement with a business where you're doing ongoing work or like a retainer of services, most projects are one and done. You see this all the time with photographers, particularly to where if it's like a family photographer or a wedding, oh gosh, a wedding photographer, it's, that's one and done. You're not going to get recurring work unless that person's having multiple weddings. So uh, you're more than likely going to be doing one service at a time. Now with web design, there are loads, and I mean loads of recurring revenue options. And I'm actually going to be doing an episode soon on recurring revenue options to go into more detail on this. Uh, I'm going to bring a guest on for that who is like a recurring revenue expert, but the most common one with web design is offering a website monthly maintenance or care plan. And I've talked about this before. So if you've heard this over and over, I'm sorry, but it is just, it's something that changed my life. And that was creating a maintenance plan for my clients. It was my first taste of reliable recurring income. And that was just one of the many benefits of it. It allowed me to keep in touch with clients and it spurred on a lot of ongoing work which is another form of recurring revenue. And this is why I was so passionate about creating my first course about this, which is still out there today. So I'll make sure I link it in the notes to this page. So if you want to start a website maintenance plan, or maybe when you get your business off the ground and you're ready, definitely reach out. And then I'd love to get you hooked up in my course because I'll walk you through how I set mine up and how you can start building recurring revenue. And the great thing about that is once you get your tools and your setup in place, and once you learn from my course and know how to do it, the ROI, the return on investment is going to be immediate. I have students who went through my course. It's a, you know, it's 297 for the course. They started making more than that in the first month. So it just pays for itself. And then it's recurring income for you. And it's something that you can scale and grow. So that's just one main option. That's what's most popular as far as recurring income. But there's a ton of other things you can do too 
catered to where your expertise and interests are. So you can offer just for as an example, content creation services, there's copywriting, SEO, there's different forms of SEO. Content creation and copywriting is a form of SEO, but you could do, you know, um, SEO tiered plans to where you do more like active keywords and adding to the site and reporting and things like that. There's Google ads, there's actual site revamps and redesigns, which is a form of recurring work too. We're at that point now to where a lot of my sites we designed back in like 14 and 15. And even before that, we just redesigned uh, a couple months ago, we redesigned a site that I did back in 2013. So yes, I was ecstatic to get on uh, on the board redesigning that one. But revamps and redesigns are a form of recurring income, which having a maintenance plan can keep you in touch with your clients, which will help with that. But then you can also do other things like website strategy and statistic analysis, as far as like reporting on page views, what you can do to increase conversions. And then there's, of course, social media work, digital ads, graphic design services, um, logo branding, things like that. Those are all things that I offered as recurring revenue options in my business as well. Uh, we've since then kind of whittled it down to mainly just web design and maintenance, although SEO was a uh, a recurring revenue source for me for several years as well. Again, the re- and I talk about this in a couple of courses, but the reason I've kind of uh, whittled our services down is because I really want to focus more on what I'm doing right now with podcasts and tutorials and courses. So I'm, I'm kind of just uh, keeping our recurring revenue streams to a, a manageable pace right now. Uh, but it's amazing. There's so many things you can do with web design as far as recurring income. So super, super excited about that podcast that will be coming up here probably in the next month or so to talk about that. Number five, it's very low cost to get started. Most businesses require a lot of capital or a lot of money to get off the ground, especially the brick and mortar stuff with businesses where you're actual selling goods to people. Um, whether it's a you know a bakery or whether it's uh, uh, you know anything that you're selling people to, whether it's like dog products or whatever, if you're selling you know a good or something to somebody, unless it's an e-commerce store, and even with an e-commerce store, an online store, you're still going to have a lot of inventory to manage and a lot of things like that. To where web design, you you don't actually have stock of anything. It's all either service based or information based. And the cost to get started can be literally as as little or as much as you want. You can technically get started with a web design company or as a freelancer with a decent computer, maybe Photoshop or Illustrator, some graphic programs. I use both of those, but you could technically probably do everything with Photoshop over Illustrator, although I love Illustrator. I actually am thinking about doing a couple courses on each one of those because I think knowing both is pretty uh, pretty important. But in any case some simple graphic programs, and then a handful of subscriptions. And what I mean by that is having a hosting account for your website or your client's websites, Divi, um, some, you know, some trusted tools, maybe an invoicing platform or a software, and really with a handful of subscriptions and then a decent computer, maybe some graphics programs, you're ready to go. And the really cool thing about that is a lot of people say that it takes at least five years to start making money when you start your own business. Well, those people... They in web design, because I actually had a a buddy of mine from high school when I started my business. He told me, he was like, wow, that's really risky, man. You're, you know, businesses don't make any money after, you know, until at least five years. And I'm sure he heard that in a textbook while he was in a four-year college program. But what he didn't know is that it's so low cost to get started in web design that you can start making money immediately. It doesn't take five years. It can take five days. Seriously. I mean, you can start, 
if you if you get a computer and you're you know depending on where you're at and depending on what your network is like you can make money immediately and as soon as you start leveling up and learning more and becoming more valuable in the marketplace of web design you can really start making some money so yeah it doesn't take no 5 years to start making money at web design it's going to be almost instantaneous um and then even like with trainings and courses and things like that it's so low cost compared to a higher ed education, which we're going to talk about that in another point. So I'll save that, but it's low cost to get started, which is a super, super good benefit of web design. Number six. Ooh, I love this one. You're going to love this one too. You don't need to work the average nine to five. This is the big thing. And hear me on this in web design. It's about better hours, not more hours. I took that from the book Rework from the guys from Basecamp. Basecamp is the project management software I use. I would highly recommend checking that book out if you're interested. It's called Rework. Very, very easy, fun read. It's all about thinking differently about business. And I love that quote. And I found that to be so true in web design because when you're a freelancer or you're an agency, even if you're, I mean, with most web design agencies, there's going to be a remote team. But even if you're an agency that has local people there, you don't have to work nine to five. You can work smarter by saving templates. There's tons of automation that you can do in your business. The last episode, episode 13, we talked about um, automating your, your web design business in a variety of different ways. Building a remote team, you can delegate more tasks. And if you get faster at design and you work on your internal systems and processes, I talked about that in the last episode, how that's personally saved me so much time developing some systems and internal processes. You can literally get so much done in about a 30-hour week, and you don't have to work 40-plus in that 9 to 5 and burning yourself out. And I actually, like this whole month, I've been working a very light month since we just had our second daughter, and we're still getting a lot done, and I'm working very little hours. Um, obviously, it's New Year where the hours are going to kick up, but I very rarely work more than 35. That's usually a, big, uh, it's a busy week for me if I'm doing 35. So... You can do better hours, not more hours with web design. And then if you're working from home, if you're a freelancer, clients don't give a crap when you work or how long you work. As long as their project gets done on time and on budget, you're good to go. So if you can, you know, and this is the big thing about like Divi and the tools you use is what I used to spend maybe, gosh, 40 or 50 hours designing sites when I was hand coding things in Dreamweaver. And then once I discovered Divi and once I got better design, then it moved down to 30 to 40 hours for websites. And then the actual design could be taking less than 15 to 20, if that, depending on the size of the project. Now, there's other things that are involved with that, with working with clients and revisions and collecting content. But the the, the short of all of this is, is that you do not have to work nine to five. You, when you get better and you level up and you continue to get faster and have better processes and systems, you will start saving time and you can find that you'll end up making more and working a lot less if you invest in the, the right things to do in your business. So you don't need to do that nine to five. Preach it, brother. Amen to that because I personally hate that. I love working when I want. And the big thing now as a dad with two kids, two very young kids, is that I, I find doing work in, work in uh, segments. So and I mean, honestly, like those, if you start at eight or 9 a.m., by two or three, I mean, that's the classic thing, right? The, the case of the 230s is you get to 230 and you're just done, you're spent, and you just end up staring at the screen, you know, sitting at a desk for another couple hours. What a waste of time and in, in life, you know? Um, so you can work in segments, you can do whatever you want. You don't need to work that nine to five. 
Number seven, it's not location-specific work. And this is one of the things I absolutely love about web design and technology in general is that basically with the beauty of technology now, the internet and a decent Wi-Fi connection, you you can work anywhere you want. For me, it's home and a local coffee shop. Those are my two workspaces essentially is I have a home office and then a lot of times I do work at coffee shops. Now, it's interesting with that. For me, particularly, uh, the work kind of varies as far as what I do at home and what I do at the coffee shop. Obviously, I'm recording this podcast in my my soundproofed office, home office, so I would not be doing this at a local coffee shop. But a lot of things I do, I like to do at coffee shops are things like email, administrative work, invoicing, um, for this kind of stuff, answering comments, going in, uh, do, when I'm laying out courses, I love, love, love working at coffee shops when I'm laying out like the structure of a course and writing a course. I like having a little bit of life around me, but I have my earbuds in and I'm just focused. I, I love doing that. So you can, you know, it's not location specific. And then if you are interested in working in a more uh, professional environment, there's tons of shared workspaces these days all over the world where you can rent some space out. If you're, if you're in an apartment with a bunch of roommates and you can't work at home, then you know shared workspaces are a great way to go. Um, and I mean, you can technically work wherever you want. You can work in different states. Like when we've gone on trips, I try not to ever work at the beach, but you can. You can absolutely do that. A lot of times over the years past, I've had my computer with me and we'd go to the beach and then I'd go in and just make sure everything's running good, maybe pop into a couple emails or talk to the team. And then get back on the beach. So you can literally work wherever, whenever you want. You're not limited to a local area to to work in. And then the same thing goes for your clients and your customers. You are not limited with web design to your local area. I mean, just think about that. How many businesses have a product to sell or a service where they can only service people in their area? We have a ton of clients. We have a automotive client. We have a chiropractor, a recording studio. I mean, a lot of places, well, the recording studio might get some people, they get people from all over, but most of those local hometown businesses only service people who are in their area. Um, so with web design, that's not the case. Now, most of my clients are local and a lot of them now are, are national, but we have global clients as well. So you're connected everywhere, which that just so happens to segue to point number eight, which is that Technology connects us to the whole world. And with web design, this is huge for two main reasons. I found that it's huge for being able to scale a remote team. Obviously, with project management tools, it doesn't matter you know what time or where somebody is, they can connect online and there's there's um, you know Slack or all these other tools where you can connect with people. Um, but then video calls have really just changed everything for us. I mean, it started with Skype, but, I use Zoom now and I just love, love Zoom. I use it for not only our internal calls when I'm talking with my lead designer and my team, but also use it for course stuff and for webinars. And I'll be using it a lot more this year in 2020 to do Q and A's and a lot of things I have planned. Uh, But those things have just completely connected the world in such a way that it really doesn't matter where you are. You can live anywhere, we can work anywhere and you are connected and that will work both internally for subcontractors who you hire out and grow your team. So you don't, you're not just limited to someone in your area. And I've talked about that before with the power of Divi uh, Facebook groups and things like that, but you can literally find some really good talent and they can work when and where they want. I tell my lead designer, Jonathan, all the time, I don't care when you work, how long you work. We just need to get this stuff done at this time, meet deadlines and we're good to go. And then again, 
it's awesome with clients too. Cause for, for me personally, we're working with people all over the world now and it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's too cool. So that's number eight. Number nine, this one. Oh man, I'm so passionate about this one. Get ready. Cause I'm going to try to keep this point, uh, to a couple minutes, but maybe this will be longer. And it's that you don't need a four year degree to make six figures or more. Most career paths, and keep in mind for those of you in different countries where the dollar is different, I'm talking as someone who is, again, in central Ohio to where we're a decent sized Midwestern town. You really need to make six figures to have a nice home here and afford insurance and afford life if you want to have a normal life and take a couple of vacations a year and that kind of thing. So I'm kind of basing this off that, but you can rearrange that. It could be, again, if you need if 50 grand to you is like, dang, then. You don't need a four-year degree to make 50 grand. But for me, it's six figures. So many career paths require higher education to make a decent income. And obviously, outside of the creative field, if it's any you know any other career path as far as whether it's in medicine or whether it's in management, well, maybe not even management, but most career paths are going to require a, a higher education except for things like industrial paths or blue collar jobs, which I'm all, all about. If by golly, like I've, I've talked about this with my wife. I'm like, if our kids want to be a plumber, that's cool with me. As long as they do it well and they can make a good income and they figure out ways to, to make more and work less by being a, a, a damn good plumber, then by golly, go for it. And that's one cool thing about web design is that again, you don't need those higher ed academic paths. And I'm just so passionate about this because I see so many people around me who are just drowning, drowning in student loan debt, and they're going to be paying it off for years. I mean, and a lot of those jobs, like, it's just crazy. I'm sure I'm not alone. I, I don't know how you're, you know, I, you listening to this, I don't know where you come from. Maybe you you are in debt and you're going into something different, or maybe you're debating on whether to go to a four-year degree. I am not against college. I'm not against a four-year degree, and it just depends on the path. But with web design, you don't need to do that. In fact, I know somebody who went to a four-year degree and is a graphic designer, and he's got 120 or something crazy amount of debt, and he's a graphic designer. And he got out of college not knowing half of what I learned in my first two years of doing freelance design with graphic design. So don't mean to get on a soapbox, but you don't need to go to a four-year degree to make really good income with web design. Because to be honest, the web design itself, whether it's freelance or whether you're working as an agency, it is the wild west. The academic world cannot keep up with web design. It can't keep up with business in general as far as trends and clients and how people change in the marketplace. And it can't keep up with the actual trends of web design itself. How common is it for a you know a technology and web design to go big for a little while? And then by the time they make a book about it and then they get it into the curriculum and then they talk about it and, and start testing on it and actually train people in, in classes... It's outdated. So there with web design, it's a much more Wild West mentality. And the cool thing about that, though, is that with a combination of pertinent courses that you're interested in, trainings, workshops, seminars, and then learning from mentors who have been where you want to be, they can really empower you. All those resources can empower you to expedite your journey. And as I found out, you can build a six-figure business without going into massive debt. 
So that's the real one. And the, and the top that all off, the real world experience and a little trial and error that you get when you just go into doing web design as a freelancer or a small agency and then a supportive network. We're going to talk about that next. You're going to find that you're going to learn so much and you're going to figure out how to make more profit and better revenue. And you can do all that with bypassing student loan debt through this amazing industry of web design. So don't mean to get on a soapbox, but I'm just really passionate about that because I hate seeing people just be you know, a slave to these really high student loan debts. I mean, to be quite honest, that's one reason we were able to buy our house at a fairly young age. We got a we got a house that most people wouldn't be able to afford till they're 30, you know, late thirties or so. And a lot of people are like, dang, how did you do that? I'm like, well, one of the big reasons is because I don't have any student loan debt. I had a couple community college years and I don't regret that at all. I learned a lot in that program, but I knew right then I was like, I don't want to go into more higher ed. I want to be on, the, I want to be boots on the ground. I want to learn this industry. And I want to work with clients and I would much rather uh, do things like that. So I encourage you to do the same again. Just want to state, I am not against four-year degrees or college, particularly in things like like medicine. I don't want a doctor who just YouTubed a bunch of things and took a couple online courses. I want a doctor who <laughs> knows what the heck they're doing. But um, with web design, you don't have to do that. You can make very good money without a four-year degree and a lot of debt. All right. And finally, number 10, the growing supportive community. And I'm talking about WordPress and Divi in particular, although online communities, there's all kinds of online communities, whether it's entrepreneurial support groups or whether it's a following of um, like from Facebook groups or closed groups that you're in, or maybe a membership that you're a part of. There's all kinds of things. But with the tools that I use and recommend WordPress and Divi, those two communities in themselves are an incredible way for you to meet people to support you and to expedite your journey much faster than you would on your own. And that's a really cool thing is you're not on your own with word with. So if you're new to WordPress, there are these lovely things called word camps, which are all over the world. And I have a link in the show notes for this episode. Again, again, just go to joshhall.co slash zero 14. It'll take you to this episode. And uh, I have a link to word camps, which are all over, which are basically just a collection of people who use WordPress and it's amazing because it's like your tribe. It's people who are going through the same things that you're going through. You can listen, you can, you know, listen from people and go to trainings and workshops and you can level up so much faster than if you would if you're just trying things on your own. And it's a great way to meet people and build a team and expand your network and you can actually get work, particularly if you're doing white label work and you're working for other agencies. It's a great way to get work. And then on that same note of WordCamps, Divi itself has Divi meetups, which are kind of like WordCamps times 10 as far as a community aspect. Now, they're usually not as big because Divi is not WordPress. Obviously, we just talked about WordPress being 36% of the internet. So like, if you go to WordCamp US, that's thousands and thousands of people, although you can go to WordCamps uh, in your city and it may be a few hundred people or something. So very, very unrivaled in the way of support. And then Divi itself, these these Divi meetups are absolutely unmatched as far as the community and the supportive nature of everyone involved. Uh, and then online, there's a ton of different Facebook groups. I've got a link in the show notes here for different Divi Facebook groups that you can check out to get involved with. I have the Divi Web Designers group, which is one I started, which is more of a Divi support group. Divi Chat is a podcast that I pop on as much as I can, and that's essentially a network to where you can learn so much from other people who are in the thick of it with their businesses with Divi. 
And all of that is just getting bigger and better, particularly with Divi Meetups. There's a lot of really cool things going on with Divi Meetups. So I can't encourage you enough if you're using Divi to get to a Divi Meetup. And I mean, you're not alone. It's amazing. The, the amount of support that you can get with these communities. I mean, it's how I built this endeavor. I felt as soon as I found out there were Facebook groups, I got involved in a couple and it just, because I felt alone. I'll be honest. I felt very lonely up to that point. I felt like I was um, learning a lot on my own. And unfortunately, I I kind of I kind of did things for a few years once I got out of my little two-year college program. I really wasn't around people much. Um, I worked from home alone, and I worked pretty long hours those days. And I learned myself, and I really didn't realize that there was these, you know, these wonderful communities online. And once I got into those, it just changed the game for me. It made me feel much more at home. It made me, it gave me play, people to talk to who could relate. Because a lot of times, if I'm hanging out with friends, they have no idea what Divi is. They don't, you know, a lot of my friends aren't even, they don't have a business mindset. So it was hard for me to even, you know, have good conversations after a little while. But, uh, but man, you get involved in these communities and you're not alone and you're going to find out that you're going to learn more importantly, you're going to learn so much. And then before you know it, you're going to be in a place where you can share your experience very quickly within maybe a year or two, you're going to find people who are just starting out. And then you can be like, oh yeah, when I got started, I did this, or these are some good resources. And it's amazing how good that'll make you feel and, and where that'll end up. So, so yeah, guys, there you go. Those are my top 10 main reasons why right now is the time to start and launch your web design business. And in short, it's because this industry is exploding. Let's recap these real quick before we wrap up here. So number one is that the need is greater than ever. Business and companies want to work with somebody who they know, like, and trust. And I'm telling you, once you become a trusted web guy or web gal for even just a handful of clients that that's going to open up the referral trains and you're going to potentially have recurring income for a very long time. So the need is greater than ever. Number two, WordPress and Divi are bigger than ever. Again, with WordPress being 36% of the internet right now around that number. And then with Divi over 600,000 customers, you are in good hands with those tools. Number three is the unlimited earning potential. You can literally make as much as you want. It's all about how hard and how smart you want to work. Um, you, how you think about money is how your business is going to grow. So unlimited earning potential. So don't limit yourself. Aim high, think big. Recurring income options, those are or recurring revenue options. Again, we talk mainly about website maintenance plan, but there's SEO, content creation services, all kinds of things you can do in and around web design and those services, depending on your interests and your expertise. So that's number four. Number five was that it's very low cost to get started. Again, computer, couple programs and subscriptions, and you're off and running and you don't need to get a loan from a bank and you don't need to go into debt or it's a huge debt. You can go to a very small amount of debt. I mean, maybe a grand or less to get, not even that. Gosh, you can get started for dirt cheap depending on uh, what, what tools you use with web design. So it's very, very low cost to get started. You're going to start making that money quick. Like number six is that you don't need to work the nine to five. Thank goodness. You can work better hours, not more hours when and where you want. And speaking of that, number seven was that it's not location specific. So again, you can work wherever you want. I love working at home in a coffee shop, but if you want to work in a remote workspace or wherever, you can literally work wherever you want. Technology number eight is that technology connects you to the entire world for both internally for hiring and then for also clients themselves. You, you are not limited to clients in your area, particularly if you're in a not so great location. There are a ton of strategies for getting clients abroad. I actually go into that in my business course, but that's not this talk. 
but you can do anything you want with technology these days, which is amazing. Gosh, we live in an amazing period in time, don't we? I mean, it really, think about that. It's amazing. All right, maybe that's another podcast episode. Number nine is that here we go. You don't need that four-year degree and a massive amount of debt to make six figures. Again, with a good mentor or mentors, hopefully I am a mentor for you in my courses and everything I have going for you. Trainings, tutorials, workshops, seminars, going to meetups, going to uh, workshops and things like that and find some really good courses that you are interested in. You don't like my courses. You don't have to go through all my courses. Find the ones that you are interested in at the time you're interested in doing that and then go for it. Learn quick. You will be surprised at how much money you can make at so little investment with web design. So you don't need, thank goodness, that four-year degree and over $100,000 in debt to, to earn a really good income. And then finally, number 10 is the growing support of the community of WordPress and Divi. Again, we just talked about that. You are in good hands and you are going to be immediately in a tribe of people who want to help support you and build you up and you can learn from and then you can share your knowledge back very quickly. So there you go, guys. There are my top 10 reasons that the time to start your web design business is right now. Again, it just goes without saying that I am here to help you, guide you in your journey. It's why I started this whole endeavor. So uh, I'll just say that if you're interested in taking this endeavor seriously, if you want to go full-time, uh, you can reach out to me. You can comment on this post or you can go through my contact form and then check out my web design courses. There's a link on this post. If any one of those is a good fit, join and let's let's get go, your journey going quick and let's expedite your journey. And you can learn from what I've experienced, what a lot of others have experienced and then particularly for those of you who are ready to start your business or you're going full-time, maybe you're you're working part-time somewhere or full-time and you want to grow your business full-time, my web design business course is the one that I would highly recommend you do first just because we need to cover all the business aspects of things before we get into doing maintenance plans, before we do some of the other stuff. So uh, there's a number of different routes you could go depending on where you're at in your journey. But again, guys, I would love to help guide you to take the next step and to do this full time so you can experience freedom and a lifestyle you love, which is what this podcast is all about. So there you go, guys. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Leave me a comment if you liked it. Leave a review if you're digging this podcast and I'll see you guys on the next one. Hey guys and gals, just wanted to pop in with a couple things before you head out. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. I would love to hear your feedback and it will also help other web designers find the show. Be sure to check out the show notes for this episode. Just go to joshhall.co, click on podcasts and search this episode number and you'll find all the links, descriptions and resources we talked about. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and you'll be notified when the next episode is live. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.